are back here on the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Eric Strickland and Austin Orman join us now. Gentlemen, happy Monday. Happy Monday. Get them. Um, okay, so we, we opened up the show with this because we weren't expecting to talk about Mike Bray at the top of the hour. We were expecting to just dive into Husker basketball. But here's what's fascinating. So there's been a little bit of clarification here. And it's, although Notre Dame said at the top of the hour, that, or excuse me, back a couple months ago when they announced that Mike Bray was going to retire. They, they Notre Dame, said the word retire. Mike Bray never said the word retire. So it was on, let me see, let me find this again, because I, I posted the, the article that when he mm-hmm. was retiring. January 19th, um, yeah. Notre Dame said that he is going to retire, but in the article, he never mentions retiring. It's just a lot of veiled, like, I won't be at Notre Dame next year type comments. So now clarification. So just a timeline of events. You had that, and then you had two of the, the top two recruits from Notre Dame, for Notre Dame get asked to re- be released from their NLI. One of them was Husker basketball target Parker Friedrichsen, um, and who is the 99th best player in the country according to 24-7 sports, six foot three uh, guard. So he has been officially released from his NLI. And now it comes out from Jeff Goodman that Mike Bray tells me that he is not retiring. He, he is definitely not done coaching. So he is done at Notre Dame. Notre Dame thought he was retiring, or at least framed it that way. Mm-hmm. Mike Bray says, hold up, wait a minute. I'm not done coaching. It, it's fascinating <laughs> stuff. Yeah, that's, 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 I, I won't say it's like overly controversial, but no. it's definitely confusing. Well, it, it, it yeah, sparks a lot of confusing discussion. It's it's a bad look on Notre Dame. Yeah. We're, Her- it's a Swar- horrible Her- look Her- on on uh, on Jack um, Swarbrick. Thank you. Horrible look on Notre Dame to come out and be like, yeah, he's he's retiring, and make that call for him, and then he's comes back two months later, a month later, and goes, wait a minute, I'm not done coaching. Yeah, there has to be those have to be back back backroom discussions. With yeah, clarity and understanding for you to lay that out as a. That's the framework of the discussion. And that needs to happen before you... Wow, gifts! Gifts! <laughs> Stricky has never really gotten gifts, but my man, D.P. Yes, sir. Yeah, we... That's what we do here on the, on, on the it's ticket. True. Yeah. It's true. Just yeah. like that. I love you, D.P. I appreciate everybody, it. So everybody covers. We got it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, We didn't look at the shoes. We didn't look at the size. Yeah, they're sweet. Oh yeah, they're sweet. Oh yeah. Man, those are some big ones. Those are, those are some big, big shoes. Do you think I could put? You think I could put my son in that and float him across the lake? Those are big. Those are some big shoes. There, Stricky. But no, that's what's crazy is that I mean those are those are conversations that like you said, Strick, need to happen before you release a statement. Those are those are those are discussions that need to be settled and 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 like you said, clarity. And that's a really bad look with to not burn a bridge when this guy's coached there for twenty three years yeah, yeah. and, and pr- compiled like a sixty four winning percentage. Yeah, I, I, go ahead. Austin. If you part ways, you say that after the season. Yes. He was actually retiring. Yes. Okay, let it go. You can have a little retirement tour. Yeah, whatever. Maybe they were on the same page at one time. But if Mike Bray changed his mind, or if you thought there was even like a 10% chance he changes his mind, yeah. you've got to play it more careful than that. Yeah, because the Notre Dame tweet like literally is just like thanking him for everything he's done. And I understand, you know, it could be framed as, as oh, he's stepping down. But it, it just read of, oh, he's done retiring. He took over at Notre Dame in 2000. He's been there for 23 years. 
you would think, oh, he's, he's going to retire. He's 63, 64 years old. But it's just, no, I just, I'm just done coaching here. Like, maybe I'll go somewhere else, maybe. But he's, he's not done coaching. Yeah. So just the, the way that Notre Dame framed it made it seem like he was mm-hmm. done. Yeah, the way Notre Dame framed exactly. it. Exactly. He never that's mentioned... That's the kicker, and that's fascinating. He so, never came out publicly and said he was retiring. Yeah. Right? In the articles, if you read, he just keeps saying, I think it's time for new leadership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and things get stale. And that's After 23 years, things mm-hmm. get stale. Yeah. I, I, I think what can happen in these situations is very uh, similar to what can happen on staffs or on in mm-hmm. organizations. Um, what we call it in... in, in you know, as players, we call it voice genesis. And what you don't want is a voice genesis going around. For example, the way that you treat somebody, I think we've kind of talked about it briefly in the way that you treat people, Mm -hmm. that the word gets out that, you know, you're not taking care of your own. Uh, It happened for the Mavericks. Uh, I know in some, some reasons why they couldn't land certain players is because other players are talking and that's what you don't want. You don't want that to get in the Notre Dame program that, you know, they don't take care of. I mean, like 23 years. That's a long time. That he put in work for that, that, that university on top of winning and some success and so forth and so on. So you don't want that getting around, uh, especially in a state that's already, you know, pretty tough to recruit where you've mm-hmm. got Purdue now yeah. and you've, you've mm-hmm. got a lot of success out of Indiana. and Butler's been up and that. down. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you don't want that. So, All right, we got about a minute left here. Let's go around and rate the halftime show. One to ten. Rihanna, go ahead, Rico. Nine and a half. Okay. Six. Okay. Five and a half. I'm going, I'm going eight because the songs that she sang were just – I was singing – I How was, many did I she end myself... up saying? Did I win the money? I don't know. She, I, don't know. Over I haven't she found a set list. I'm looking for it. Though. I think yeah. I think she went yeah. over eight. And it was like a 13 minute performance, right? Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. Like that. I then thought she it was told, a good one. Then she she announced that she was pregnant, like unofficially, yeah, and then crazy. officially after the game. Fantastic. They, good I, singing, boring performance. Okay, yeah, but I don't, I don't think it's. I don't think you need some extravagant. You don't thing. have to. But I like the simplicity. That's why I like the national anthem. It was simple. Just keep it. Just keep it simple. I like the simplicity, but it is the Super Bowl. Maybe a little more. Right. That's why I. That's why nine She's and a half. She's pregnant. I thought maybe they were going to do a gender reveal. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> that would have been epic. All right. All right. We're done for today. On the block. Stricken Austin coming up next. See ya. Adios. Adios.